Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to another episode of Four Times in a Podcast. This week we will be discussing the League Cup victory. Just before we get started, I want to thank our sponsors, Football Prizes, for their continued support of our podcast and tell you a bit about their Celtic prize this week. It is a fantastic 22-23 signed Celtic home shirt signed by the League Cup winners themselves. There's also a number of instant win prizes that you could win straight away, including a squad signed poster and there's loads of site credit up for grabs as well. This competition will end this Monday at half past seven, so make sure that you get involved before they sell out. I know at the time of recording, over a third of the tickets are already away, so you'll need to be quick. Just go to footballprizes.co.uk scroll down, you'll find the Celtic competition and amongst all the other fantastic prizes that are on offer there but yep good luck to everybody enters and we'll get on with the show cheers to another episode of Four Times in a Podcast. You join us Monday the 27th of February. It's just over 24 hours since the League Cup final and as I'm sure you know we're delighted to say that Celtic lifted the League Cup for the sixth time in seven seasons. Uh, they won the game 2-1. It was a double from that man Kyogo. He got his 24th goal of the season. Well he's 24th and 24th of the season. Uh, it was a goal just before half time and one just after half time as well led to the Celts lifting another trophy under Ange. Danny, it was a... I don't think Celtic were at their stellar best, but it was a almost completely dominant performance, and no, they can, I've not even heard anybody argue about the result. Ah, you're right. It was completely deserved one, uh, deserved one for Celtic on the day. I thought they were, they were good enough to beat Rangers by a few goals. And, um, I completely deserved to win the game. It was... These games are often you know, tight affairs as we've seen, but I thought Celtic were, without being at their best, were completely comfortably better than them. And it's almost it's almost as if we've got one or maybe two players better than them in every position. Um, would that be too, too out there to say that? Um, and really, can I, we were talking at a half time in the group chat yesterday, but I thought Celtic's midfield three was below par in the first half. I thought McGregor played well. But I thought Hitati and Moy struggled and it seemed to be that they they were kinda struggling to get to grips with the fact that they don't have as much time on the ball as they do in norm, like other games. 
Um, but when Moy uh, when Moy and Hitati did get that space, they punished them and scored. But even at no being the, their best, they completely dominated their midfield three as well. And it was their midfield three just never turned up in any fucking iteration yet. Uh, whatever version, if it was the one after 60 minutes or the one after the, the first first whistle, uh, Selic completely dominated the midfield from start to finish, and and you know the all this talk about Scouse John and the best and the best on earth and you winning this league and that league and this cup, you know, took right out of the game by superior footballers, which usually happens, and I just. Selic was just so good. It was a real, real, really, really good performance, and I thought we got better as the, the game went on. They're, they're always, it's cup finals, these games are tight. The way that Rangers play, they always have 10, 15 minutes. That's all they play in. They play in bursts. Sometimes they play, they get two or three of them in a game. Yesterday they'd won, and it was 15, 20 minutes, you know, five minutes before they scored, and five, 10, 15 minutes after that. We've seen it out, and then the last 15, 20 minutes, I don't think they'd a shot at goal. Never mind Joe Hart having a safety mate. I don't think they had a shot. Um, and the manager shit it. He's, you know, they've been bigging this, boy, this signing up, whoever this Belgian boy is. They've been bigging him up for the last two or three weeks after nine minutes against... Um, I can't even remember who it was against, but nine minutes against somebody and he was the best player in the world. And shit, he's lucky. Um, very, very lucky that Axe Banovic never scored or he would have made another highlight reel. But at the end, Celtic missed three great chances at the end. So it could have been 5-1. Um, done. But it was, for me, the, the, the spine of the team was really good. Um, Carter Vickers and Starfelt were immense. Johnson was brilliant. He impresses me more and more every week. Taylor was brilliant. But Starfelt, I thought, it was really good. Not just defensively. I know he had a mad fresh air swipe in the second half. But everything else, he tried a Cruyff turn in the box, which was interesting. Well, he didn't try it. He pulled it off. But... Him, Brenton, because Rangers actually pressed us quite well in the first half. Even though we were dominating their midfield, it was very difficult for our players to get any space where we would like to have them have space. And Starfield completely broke their press two or three times. And I think it led the first, the last one led to the first goal. But it just, we started getting through them when Starfield decided. Because I thought, I don't want to criticise Starfield and Catavickers, but I thought in the first half, first half an hour, they were a wee bit hesitant to play that ball into the midway park. They were happy just either knocking it against each other or getting it to heart or getting it out to the fullback. I thought the switch out right, in particular in the first half, was on for Celtic so often and they never used it. Um, but when Starfield decided to right, fuck, I'm just going to take one of them on and get by him, see what happens. Um, we opened them up and it led eventually to the goal and then Starfield made the interception for the second goal as well. So thought he was brilliant and uh, really deserved the good performance staff out because he's been playing well ever since he got here. But I thought yesterday was a real statement game for him. And Kyogo, I mean, he's played two cup finals for us. He scored four goals. <sighs> There's folk that didn't want him in the team uh, a couple of months ago. And, you know, he scored, was it 24 for the season? You'll probably hit 30 before the season's out. Probably go close to 40 if he keeps up at this rate. Um, but just just a brilliant day, and it's always it's always nice to win an trophy. It's always nice to beat them, but especially when they're looking all their shooter at us and saying that we're coming after their total trophy haul or whatever to beat them in a final to get even closer is a wee bit sweeter. Yep, you're right. As you say, it's a 114th trophy eh, overall. We're three between a eh, eh, three between the three clubs. That's us and the two Rangers combined. So. Uh, well, we're getting there, and hopefully, if the trajectory continues that way, it won't be too long before we are forced to be uh, renamed the most successful club in football. I believe it is. But uh, Tony, you were at Hamden, none of us else in the pod were lucky enough to uh, be successful in the ballot. What was it like being there, and what did you make it? It was a real statement victory for Celtic after weeks and weeks of the media and uh, their fans trying to claim that that was us back on level. Uh, level pegging and Beal was uh, the one that was going to top Lange it was a real statement to put them back in their place I thought it was a really solid performance for the whole week leading up to it you had guys like Sakala who have done nothing in football 
just babbling shite about we're the best club, we're the best um, team, and we would have won the league if Gerard stayed. And I was thinking, well, you were there last season. He's done win the league, so he's saying you're down tools. Is that is that his approach? So he made his suit look a total fanny, missing an open goal as well. Total, totally jit. Uh, not a great player. He's done well against us, but um, I think he appears in spells. Uh, Michael Beale's done a hell of a lot of talking since he arrived. I think we all say they, they were in good form, but he'd beat nobody I know. He hadn't beat us. And um, aye, he made an RC's team selection. He's, um, he's, uh, his own fans are criticising him massively. Um, and I, I, I was talking to you just before we started recording. They were time-wasted in the first half. Alan McGregor was taking an absurd amount of time to play the ball. And their, their, their style of football is get the ball to Tavernier and just whip the ball in for any angle and um, hope it lands it someday. It's an awful style of play. They, I mean, it reminded me of the League Cup final we beat them the last time when we were doing to 10 men and Tavernier was just firing um Balls into the box for all angles. Um, it's funny mentioning Tavernier. Obviously, we put out a wee cheeky comment about him on Twitter about how he should be in our Hall of Fame as opposed to theirs. I mean, but that guy is a serial loser. He, he has watched us win four trebles in a row, a double, and you would like to think at least a double this year as well. And he's he's one of their legends. It's just it's mental stuff. Um, but in terms of your team, I thought I thought I thought uh, Starfield was. Incredible. Um, I've kind of said sometimes he looks awkward and things like that. I think he maybe maybe one kind of really bad bad play, but overall I thought he was superb, running in the air. Any time crosses came in, apart from the goal, we, we, we dealt with him and Vickers. Thought he was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I was delighted for him because I think he was probably a kind of a part of our team that the the Huns thought they would have, um, they would be able to take advantage of, but he was he was spot on. Um, Greg Taylor was good. He linked up well for the second goal and the, the first goal as well. He was involved, so that was brilliant for him. Alistair Johnson, I really like. Um, he gets stuck in. And uh, he's a good football player as well. There was one time I think he completely plants Kent, um, takes the ball and, and runs out a play. I think he plants Barisic as well and then switches the ball over the other side of the pitch. So um, I just I, I could probably go through them all. I didn't think Callum McGregor had a, a great game. I thought it was sometimes he he lost the ball in kind of really silly areas and they kind of counter attack, but never came to much. Atari's a great player. He's just some of the some of his touches of movement and just glides away for players is magic to watch. I thought Moy was pretty solid as well. Again, he played his part in the, the second goal. Um, I think they're terrified of Jota. I must admit, when Jota was running at them, they, they didn't see what they wanted to do with him. He was unlucky. He was shot in the first half. Uh, Maida. <laughs> Uh, I think he's still running the now. Just incredible work rate. His fitness levels are something I've never seen before. The amount of times he would run for goals into Tavernier in the second half to close Tavernier down was just unreal. I know in the first half I was getting a bit frustrated with him. I'm sure many people were when he was getting into good positions and it was just taking a poor touch and I was getting out of play. But I thought his pressing was just phenomenal. Then Kyogo does what he does. He's played in two cup finals for us and scored four goals. It's a, an incredible return. It's good to see he's now putting the ball into the net against Rangers after his first kind of 18 months without doing it. He's done it um, three times in the last two games. So delighted for him. I thought the subs were spot on. Um, I thought Abad had done well when he came on. I don't know why he died, though. That was, that was a bit strange. I thought, I thought he was going to clean through. I think he was going to wait for Davies. But um, I thought the, the big changes were a what I know because after the, the they get their goal back we kind of lost a bit of rhythm and I thought a what I know coming on just helped us see the last 15 minutes really easily I thought um, we were really comfortable we were able to keep the ball in their, their half and they were rushing things and we were getting chances Haxamanovic could have a double and Matt O'Reilly should definitely have scored so uh, in the end it was, it was a comfortable win I don't think anybody can complain that we won the cup and it's just credit to the manager. Our manager's been just... It's hard to put into words. Uh, the job Big Angie's done, I think, two years ago the day, we were probably about 25 points behind, and now we're, we're nine clear. We've won um, three trophies in the last kind of 14 months. And it is, it's just... 
it's getting back to what Celtic is all about, which is winning and being relentless winners. And even as much as a cup final, you kind of take it in isolation. I think, how many games is that in a row we've won? How many games have we unbeaten domestically? It must be, I don't know, it must be gone. I think it must be close to 25, I don't know. Um, not been beat since September. <laughs> Funnily enough, we play the last team to, to beat us on Sunday at the same ground. But um, it's just relentless. And it's funny, I've seen in Twitter some fans are just daft clubs saying about you should support your local team and this must get boring. I can assure you, with all my heart, I'll never tire of winning trophies and beating them and the emotion of it. And, I mean, the last, since, once it went to one, I, I felt sick for the next kind of half an hour watching the game. I was terrified because you're that desperate to win and there's, there's, there's no feeling like it in the world winning a cup, but to beat them in a final it's always a bit more special and to see their their fans um disappearing. I mean their fans had actually brought a banner about paedophiles <laughs> in case they get beat. I mean when you're at that level where the only thing you can celebrate is child abuse then um you're uh, you've had it. But no great for us. Um and I think that solidifies that that we are the best team in Scotland. Uh, be a good distance now. We've still got a lot of work to do for the rest of the season. No, everybody's already talking about the table, but we've still we need to go to Tynecastle, which although it might not be a difficult game for Rangers, it can be quite a tough one for us. So I'd like to think we can go there, and if we win that, we'll be in, we'll be in a great position. But I think for Ange, you just know that he'll have them back in the morrow and just be saying, "Look, <laughs> you've had your party. It's time to knuckle down and, and go to St Mirren and." go full pelt with them and just keep going. It's I know it's fucking became a kind of oversaid or overstated, but the we never stop mantra isn't it just a slogan. It is an absolute mentality that is driven into everybody at the club and it's a great mentality to have. And they're a very likable bunch of players as well. Um there's a good mix. Uh, kind of Kyogo just seems to be this dead fun wee guy. <laughs> Loves leading the celebrations at the end. But there's a fucking there's a bad thing about them as well, which is important, especially in cup finals and games um, with Rangers. I must admit as well. I, I think I think Dan agrees with me on this. I don't know if many people listen to him. I actually thought Nick Walsh had a good game. Uh, not something I expected to see. I thought I thought he was actually quite fair. Um, a few times, obviously, I probably shouted things I shouldn't have shouted at him, but um, I thought he was good, I genuinely did, I thought he was fine. Um, it was funny, I'm sure a lot of people listening when we were lifting the trophy, it was just one Rangers fan, still there, he's, I don't know if it was a scarf above his head and he had a flag and it was, uh, I just started his cell watching us and I thought, fucking what are you doing mate, so uh, I, I don't know what that was all about. Um, but I could I could just go on and on for forever, but just delighted. I've had a fantastic um, fantastic day. Out. I was saying earlier on, I've attended eleven finals in my life, and Celtic have won eleven of them. And I know my my luck's due to run out, but I was just thinking to myself yesterday, just don't let it be this one because I couldn't I couldn't face losing it. I had bastard deal, but uh, no, delighted to second them and. Aye, let's kick on and, and um, be St Mern on Sunday. Aye, definitely. I thought it was just a, a an absolutely fantastic day. Like I think there's no deal, like at the start of the week I was a wee bit nervous, but I think, I should say, I just I can't stand Beal and I can't stand them. And the more they spoke, the, the less I was worried because I just thought there's just no way that we can lose to this mob and like, right enough last season we had players like Jack and Marcus and that who would come out and say we're going to win things and that when we hadn't yet but they backed it up and like, the fact that the other players were out and claiming they're the better club and as you say they, they said they would have won the league and hey, I'm not bothered with stuff like the other mob and that but when you come out with that, you, with that bravado you've got to go and back up and uh, Sakala certainly didn't they? and uh, he'll be reliving that miss, I'm sure, the day. But I, I, I just thought the setting Celtic kicked off, I thought we looked in control. Me and uh, you and Danny were speaking off earlier. It's just so often in these games, it's the opening stages, you can sort of tell what's going to happen and how the game's going to go. And it's not always the case, but like Celtic just looked extremely confident. <laughs> and despite the fact that I agree with Danny, I thought the midfield was a wee bit lacking in the first half. I thought Moy especially, I was sort of 
at, at half time, ready to take Moy off. I know he was involved in uh, the first goal by laying it off to Taylor, but I thought he was just a wee bit off the pace and uh, get caught in that a few times. But I thought the defence played really well. Like you, every one of them, like Alistair Johnson especially, but he gets a shout out for me. I know it's his uh, setting experience at the Derby, but I just thought he, he's just so consistent. He doesn't seem to have any sort of real flaws in his game. I know some people don't think he's as good going forward as uh, perhaps a previous right back, but I, I think he's doing everything right now and he's getting any good positions. He's improving every game for me. Uh, Carter Vickers sometimes gets overlooked because of how well he plays every week. He's a eight, 8 or 9 out of 10 every week almost, and I think that sort of gets... That people just get used to the level of performance. And again, like at 0-0, uh, the best chance of the game before we scored was probably the one that... Uh, Sakala put across because if Carter Vickers isn't there to clear it then Tillman's at the back post ready to tap it into an empty net and like it's, it's wee moments like that that you, that that's why it was so important that we did uh, retain guys like Carter Vickers last season because he just looks a class above and uh, Carol Starfield again I'm, I've been a massive fan of him for uh, pretty much since he came in I think he took a lot of unfair stick in, including in the League Cup final last season against Hibs I think guys like Michael Stewart and that sort of had it in for him and so it was sort of every mistake he made was overemphasized but I thought yesterday hey, apart from one wee hiccup I thought he was outstanding he's just I, I can't remember the last time I seen him go up for a header no one he's just so good in the air and he's getting better I know he does look a bit clumsy at times on the ball but he's, he's getting much better and I think people forget that he's playing on the left hand side of the defence which is his sort of strong side so I think it's every credit to him how well he's been playing again this season I think he's yet again, uh, quietly going along, having a fantastic uh, season for Celtic, and Taylor again obviously sets up the first goal, it's just, it's just what you get from him, it's, you're constantly expecting it, as I know me and Danny have been sort of longer term fans of Taylor, but he's just, he, he, he just is what Ange Ball is for uh, this team, he's just completely revitalised and now an absolute linchpin of this uh, team, and I thought... I agree with you, I don't think uh, Walsh did much today and I, I know he, f- he threw a few yellow cards out late on but I thought he got uh, the majority of things right. I thought it was a wee bit of harsh putting for O but it was good to see O in the second half sort of putting himself up but he seems to have replaced Jack and Marcus where he's going to be that striker for us who referees just seem to uh, give fouls against because he's just a big physical unit and... Uh, Tomoki Awata, I thought he, it, it was, first of all, it was a really big call with Ange because he, he often speaks about how the bench is as important as the players at start and I think that was sort of emphasised when he took off probably the two best players on the day in terms of uh, Rio Hitati and Kyogo who, I think Hitati, the more the game went on, just sort of was running it as he has been the last few weeks and Kyogo obviously gets a, a two goals that put us in the winning position but for Ange to have the confidence and he's eventually he's no he's not got any hassle like uh swapping the key players like I remember last season it seemed to always be especially the first half of last season it seemed to be about the 65th 70th minute he would always sub uh Abada, Jota and Kyogo and last season no offense to him but you're bringing on guys like Johnston uh, Mikey Johnston and Forrest and Albina Yeti and I think it just shows how far the squads came that you're now bringing on players that are not only not like weakening the team, they're they're often improving the team. And I thought a lot after him him to get flung in there, he's only had a few appearances so far. I thought he looked really good. He was annoyed a, a loose pass straight away, but apart from that, he just seemed to really be in about everywhere. And I think I think we'll see many him as the season goes on. Uh, just because he, he seems like he might be one of the ones that once he gets in the team, he's going to be hard to get out of it. And even Abad, I know people will be disappointed with his dive because I don't, he, he seemed to be in if he eh, didn't dive. So it was obviously disappointing, but I thought, I thought he was everywhere, especially defensively as well. I thought he really gave Alistair Johnson a hand for the last 20 minutes in terms of when they were trying to get down. Eh, the sides, they fling crosses in, as you said, like that's how they generally get eh, generally get their success, is floating balls in the box and home for the best, but I thought Abada really helped nullify that, and obviously Haxabanovic comes on and has a few great chances, the second one especially, he should really finish, and, but he didn't, and I think, I know when he scored, they probably did have 10 minutes while he had made it a ball, but 
I barely remember, I think, barely remember uh, Joe Hart having a save to make. It's, it was really, I think they had two shots on target and obviously one of them was the goal, but I thought that Hart hadn't, didn't have much to do. And uh, it's it's just testament to us because they looked really like they, they couldn't get out the rain half in injury time and we seemed to keep the ball. We definitely should have won 3-1, if no 4-1 or 5-1. It's, it really... It really could have been more, but the main thing is we won. I think it's a massive statement. I think it's a wee bit of vengeance for last season as well. Cause I think Ange would have been really upset at uh, how we went out the Scottish Cup last season. So uh, again, as we spoke about, it was it, this time it was our fitness levels that really prevailed and our strength for bench that uh, got us through. And I know there was an extra time, but it, it really was the extra legs. I thought that. Uh, done the damage for us and I think it's a massive credit to him and uh, I know Tony was named pressed with Callum McGregor Danny but what, what did you make him I seen a great start for John McGinley for 67 Hail Hail this morning and that's now 15 cup finals that Callum McGregor's played for Celtic at senior and youth level and he's won every one of them he's just he's been the perfect replacement for a Celtic captain when Scott Brown left Ah, indeed, and Tony's been to every one of them, I think, as well, so he's got that he's got that to go for, for him, but I thought McGregor was great yesterday, I thought in the first half he was the, the only midfielder that was going in and, and running the ball, as much as I thought we dominated the midfield, we did, because we kept the ball after us, and it was always us that were looking to go forward, to be fair to them, they pressed our midfield really well, and Moyne had had really good, and I know they can take the ball out wide, they, you know, both of them drift out wide and get the ball, and they're that good that they can create stuff anywhere. Like, I know that, but we want them getting the ball 10, 15 years outside the box, central position, like both goals when Moy get the ball. That's what we want Moy to get the ball. And um, first off, McGregor was having to go deep. But again, I thought Starfield and Carter Vickers were hesitant to play the ball into them. And I was, I thought it was now it was kind of stunting us a wee bit. But you know, we doesn't uh, we can always keep you know, kind of safe possession and build a game. But I thought McGregor was great. I thought the last 20 minutes he was a real leader on the part. He was everywhere. Um, kept the ball really well as well in Awata, I must admit. When he came on and volleyed the ball at the park straight away, I, I initially thought um, Yusuf Malumbu against Leipzig all the years ago when he came on and <laughs> looked like a man down. I thought, oh no. But I thought he was great for the last 15 minutes and it's Funny, I've only really heard talk about one sub that came on yesterday that focusing made an impact in the game, but uh, I thought that would have been a better in the midfield for us. Um, but no, McGregor was was fine, and Tony's Tony's right, and I know you touched on it. Oh, done their, their whole game plan yesterday was just put the ball at the park and hope that they win the second ball, hope they win the flick on. And I thought the first half the amount that breaks a ball that that they got in the first half was unbelievable. Like we were getting in and winning it, and it was deflecting away to them. And luckily for us on the day, they weren't good enough to punish us for it. But it just the amount of times they were getting wee deflections, even that one at the end where, uh, with Kolak and Barisic. I mean, Kolak, the boys came at him, but Barisic should be fine for that. You would want, you know, he's got to be ready. He's got to be expecting that. But he had about five seconds to react, and the ball goes under him. We get away with that. But um, aye, their plan, just play the ball up. Take Morelos, he'll, even if he doesn't win it, hopefully get a second ball and hopefully they can turn us or whatever. But they just, it's it was too easy for us. You know, the full back four, Johnson was great, Taylor was great, but the two boys in the middle, throw, just throw up to them and they'll win it. And uh, don't get it wrong, I don't think Walsh had a bad game. He missed a Sakala elbow on, Morelos, eh, on Kyogo at a corner. And then he played on and they got another corner and I thought they were going to score for this. Um, the old booting was a bit suspect. Um, ben Davis completely shit himself um, when all came on, which was pleasing to see. Um, and the, the, the other one, when Carter Vickers went through the ball and won a, a great header up against Morelos, he gave a free kick. Um, so he, he, he was a couple, and there was a few decisions in the first half that were strange, but he didn't get anything horribly wrong, I don't think. Um, but you know, even v- did, Tony, you were you would have been at a game, so I don't know if you're aware of this, but v- VAR added on like an extra two minutes, <laughs> which the first time I ever heard of that, I thought it was fucking bizarre. But 
just when you think they're not there. Not there enough to help them, but aye, they said on the telly that we ours decided over our two minutes, because basically extra time never started until the ninety second minute or something. But um, no, I thought McGregor was good. It was great to see him lift an trophy. Um, that's him won three as captain. He's won fucking is it eighteen as a player. Um, three as captain. Uh, sure, I mean he would be in another team's hall of fame. Uh, already, but for us he's probably going into yours pretty soon and uh, the talk will be where he wants his statue, I'm sure uh, if he can win the treble this year but um, no, it was it was a great day and um, I, I really do like McGregor you know I'm a big fan of Carl McGregor and to see him winning as Celtic captain is, is really pleasing because after the, the Covid season there was a lot of folk that didn't think it would work with McGregor has been a captain um, they didn't think he was a man and we had to sign a new captain and then when a new manager came in it was you know him and McGregor are going to mix but McGregor's been you know we can talk about players that have been great for Celtic under Ange but McGregor's been right up with them all and I thought again yesterday was no different I definitely and as you say after the Covid season I think Obviously, everybody knows the story with Cal McGregor. He came through the Celtic Academy. He was a ball boy. He then, obviously, a massive part of the nine-year-old team, the quadruple treble. But I think, see, with the disaster of the ten-year-old season, like the fact is it would have been pretty easy for Cal McGregor to say, you know what, I've achieved a lot here and uh, I've won every trophy and on multiple occasions, it would have been pretty easy for Callum to just sort of say, you know what, I've got a few good years left in me, I'm going to go down to Leicester or wherever, or some, I think he would have got a move to any league they wanted, I think he's that good, and any any decent coach would see that, and I think he obviously had a few good performances for Scotland in the Euros just before eh, when Ange was announced, so I think it was a real leap of faith for him as well, because I think as I say, he still had a few fantastic years of football left, as we've seen, and uh, for him to just meet the manager, decide that, you know what, I'm going to sign a new contract and I'll be your captain and I'll lead this team, you can talk about your Kyogos and your Jota and your Carter Vickers and your Joe Hartson, and whoever, but the most important thing that Ange made was uh, getting Callum McGregor to stay and be his captain for this new team, and as you say, this is a sort of, this is like the new stage of his Celtic journey is like he's been he's been there for so long and massive part of the nine year old team as I said but this is his Celtic team that he's captain and now and as you say it's his third trophy he is captain as well and I'm sure there'll be many many to come but I think I, it's it's really fantastic to see because you often hear about uh, Celtic players who uh, they come through academy and you're, you believe they're as big as fans as you and uh, everybody else that's sitting in the crowd but and like, you don't expect every player to stay at Celtic. I'm not having a go at anybody, but it's, it really is refreshing in this modern day to see a player like Callum eh, really stay there and live the dream for everybody in the crowd. So, I massive props to him. But, eh, Tony, that's now three out of the first four trophies that Ange's went for that he's won for Celtic now. We're hoping there'll be at least one more eh, coming this season. It's, it's, there's been a lot of talk linking him with lower lower half English Premier League teams but I think yesterday looked like he absolutely was loving life and I don't think anybody would be too worried about him uh, jumping ship at the moment but I know you're you're going for dinner with him later in the week are you going to take a five-year contract with you just to get him to sign it when you're asking for an autograph? (laughs) Uh, Well unfortunately it's not just me and him it'll be a quite a lot of people at the Celtic Foundation annual dinner, which is a great night. They do a lot of great work. The, the Foundation are absolute credit to the club. Um, well, I asked them before. I asked them about 10 months ago to sign a four or five-year deal. And um, he seemed to be enjoying his time at the club, as I said before. I, I'm just worrying. I think he's a very good manager. and I think he's a very ambitious guy. And the, the, My fear is this league. I mean, it's shite. It's full of shite. Or stupid pitches, stupid referees, and they can't even run VAR. And I don't know. I feel as though we're kind of limited in terms of when we get to Europe. But I hope um, 
rough night out. I'm sure many people the same. Um, I'm just, I just worry that he might fancy leaving in the summer. And, but when you seen him last yesterday, he was, he was going absolutely bananas. I mean, I think if he was to stay for another three or four years, he could easily become a, a major legend in the club history. I was going to say he would automatically become one if he won a treble, but that means I'd need to say Lennon's a, a legend as well. So uh, winning a treble doesn't automatically make you a legend. Man. But uh, no, I think um, I think he's done such a great job for the club and it works. Um, it, it, just his style of management, but he obviously is, he's quite distant. I don't think he's best friends with anybody, but I think he's obviously involved with the players to a degree and then McGregor seems to run Lennox Town, which is obviously working. I think the players have got a lot of time and respect for Callum, so um, I would love him to sign a, a five-year deal. Obviously, we know with Rodgers, I didn't actually go for much because he left two years into it, but I, do, I don't think Ange would do as the way Rodgers done this, and I know there was a lot going on with Rodgers and the board, but I, I just I don't think Ange would just up sticks and fucking leave during the season. I would, I'd like to think he wouldn't. Um, but you would, I mean, what is he, 58? You would think he's probably looking at the Premier League at some point. I'm sure he would love to get in there and, and see how it goes. But um, it is strange that he's not signed a new deal because I would assume the club the club must offer them something long-term. There would be no reason for them not to. But you think he'd be knocked it back, it would get out there or something like that. So I don't know. Um I just, I just, I just love the guy. Absolutely love, love all my bits. I just think he's been great. Um, uh, I've loved when we've been in his press conferences. Um, I've loved. I, I got a picture with him after we beat Rangers four 0 I got a picture with him that was bloody at the end of last season, which was devastating. But my next one was good. And then he signed a top to me uh, that said we never stop on it. So he's he's been good whenever we spoke to him. Um, I just think he's been a great manager for us and he says all the right things, but it's not as if he's just saying it to blow smoke up the fans' arse. He genuinely believes it. and He's kind of football journey. He's been such a mental one. And then he just landed here. And I remember when we got invited to meet him and obviously the kind of fan media press conference. And I thought, I fucking clue who this guy is. I know nothing about him. And then by the end of it, I just thought, something about this guy I like. <laughs> then, then he lost all the games at the start of the season. But he still could see what he was doing, because in between that, we we put in some kind of 6 0 doings by St. Mirren and Dundee, I think. He's like, I quite like the look of what he's, he's doing here. So um, nah, it's, it's, I, hope, I, I hope he's here for a long, long time, really. I really do. I would love him to sign a, a new long term deal. Um, if we were to announce that in the next couple of days after a cup final win, I think the whole club would be absolutely bouncing into the St Mirren game. Um, so I, 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 I know I say I think he'd leave in the summer. I, no, I'm not so sure. But I think um, you'd like to think he wants one more crack at the Champions League with us. Um, and why not? You'd think we're going to get there if we win the league. So, you know, I, I, there's a part of me that thinks... You'd love to see us in the Europa League because the Champions League, the golf's just too big. It's it's just far too big. Um, but if you could get Champions League and then get that third spot and have a run at the Europa League, I think that would that would be maybe a big opportunity for Ange to really do something in Europe. Champions League, you you could maybe get into the last sixteen if you've got a favourable group, but. If you do, and then you draw somebody like Madrid or Napoli or fucking Man City, you're, you're on the plum. So, um. I think he's got a good Europa League. I think he's got a third place Champions League finishing him and then a, a Europa League run. Um, so I sorry, I just went off on a total fucking tangent there. I don't know what you asked me, but I, I just love that sports goggle with all my heart and I hope he's here forever. No, I completely agree. I think the two main things I would agree. I think that uh, I'm pretty sure that he will want another, another shot at the Champions League. I don't think he's... Uh, in the sort of Rogers situation anyway well I think it was clear Rogers wasn't getting the backing that he wanted but as everybody can see uh, it probably helps that he's doing it on a bit of a budget but I think that Ange just sort of get carte blanche to do what he wants and he's got sort of free reign with transfers that looks but it looks it and it's all working well so I don't think there's any reason for that unless somebody like a mad 
top level English team or any other team in one of the top leagues came in for him, I think it would be. And the second thing, I, I don't, I don't think he would leave midway through a season. I know there was rumours last week that uh, one of the English clubs he'd sort of, I think it was some Australian who says that he was going to go if they stayed up. And as as much as I don't believe it, I, I think if he was to go, I think you wouldn't get the Leicester situation where uh, Rogers left during a busy period for us to go with him when he had pretty much nothing to play for. But I think if Ange was to go, he would sort of do it in the summer and give the club time to uh, find a suitable replacement. But uh, no, I hope he's there forever as well. And hopefully we do get some good news and that would really top off a fantastic week. But uh, Danny, as Tony said, next up is St Mirren. It's going to be a, a bit of a come down from the cup final. It always is. And I think it was you it says to me after we won the League Cup uh, last season, we then went to St Mirren and dropped points just after it. So... Uh, do you expect something like that? Do you think there's a chance that anything like that could happen? Obviously, we gave St Mirren a few uh, doings at Celtic Park just a few weeks ago, but as everybody knows, they're the only team that's beat us in the league so far this season. Aye, and the sleek manager will be going for a second. He'll be trying to double it as a season, but I did. I said that realised that this morning on the way home um, when I was going back to my flat that um, the exact thing last year we beat. Happens in Edru and that nature's Samaritan, and I believe your response was that was when you could see the title. <laughs> but uh, this year's a wee bit different. Um, I think we'll be fine. So I think I'd want to put it right. Um, but I think, and I could be totally wrong, I think Samaritan's the only stadium he's not won at yet. Celtic manager. Um, I do believe that to be true. So, um, He'll be looking to complete the complete the set, as it was said during the uh, during the week so well. Um, but it's it's another game closer to the league. Uh, three points is a must uh, because it, we've got a really nice gap in the league, right? And if yesterday would have went a different way, we'd be on here and now saying, you know, we need to keep winning because you can't give them a stuff. Even though we won the league cup, you still can't give them a stuff and. We've been really, really good in the league, bar that one bad day at St Mirren where we did a really poor game. Um, and there's been some games where we've not been great this season and we'll get the three points. Um, but we've won f- every game apart from two this season, so we've been remarkably consistent. Um, and, they, you know, I, I couldn't believe there's a lot of talk about how good they've been under Bill so far, you think, but all they've done is fall further behind us because they've not... They've not caught any points on us and they've lost even more goals on us. So for that to be the case, we must be pretty good. Um, so I'm expecting us to just kick on now. Um, we've got a cup in the bag. You know, We've got a really tough game against Hearts in a couple of weeks in the Scottish Cup quarter-final. But no reason for us not to just play now. I think they can play with a bit of freedom now. They've won. That's a massive thing. The League Cup proved to be a big catalyst last year for them to go on and win the league. I think it'll be the same this year, although the league's pretty much there for the taking for us anyway. Um, but they could play a bit of freedom. Winning the cup finals against them are ma- massive, and the highs of that are huge. And it's, it's it's such a big thing, you know, league cup, Scottish cup, whatever. To beat them in a cup final is a massive deal, um, especially when they back it up so much. And you know, the, the Everton's. You know how good they are, and all that, and we just come and turn up and do what we do. As you say, Darby did a talking on the pitch. So, Sunday, hopefully, the players get a good, as, as Tony said, Ange said it after the game, you give them 24 hours half to enjoy it, and then they're back to business. And you just expect that for them, though. you just expect it. And they'll be rolling again. They've got, you know, the one big wrong this season in the league is St. Mirren, so hopefully, they can put it right on Sunday. And I've got any, don't get me wrong, there's every chance that. It doesn't go away because, you know, you can never, you know, you're not guaranteed to win every game. But I would like to think that Andrew put it right come Sunday. Aye, I think you're right. I think it's, as you say, the players would have enjoyed last night. I've seen a few of them uh, were out in the tune and they're quite right to uh, enjoy themselves. They deserve it after yesterday. But a bit like yesterday was a bit of revenge. I think they won't admit it. Uh, publicly, but I think the more, uh, Sunday will be a chance for a bit of revenge as well because... As you say, I, 
we also played the Awans last season, but we uh, we drew in, in December and that season. Like so, it's as a as a place that this team's went a few times recently and uh, has not won. So you've got to expect that. Uh, as you've came to expect every week with Celtic, that they'll turn up and they'll do a job. And look, September was awful. We it was by far our worst performance in a long time under Ange uh, that day. But it was. The team's come so far. Tony mentioned it earlier. There's no, no since that's. You know, I think that was the match match week eight or something. So easily a bit must be about twenty games unbeaten. If no more, it probably is more. I'm just no able to count off hand. But it's it's a great opportunity for us to go there and look. I know we're playing second again, but they they now know that the league cup's gone for them and the league's all but gone. So I know they're at home with Kilmarnock on Saturday, but any any chance that they drop in now they know we'll just there's every chance we'll capitalise on it and that's what I'd expect us today if the opportunity arose but uh, I, I'm pretty sure that we will win on Sunday I think the, the two games I, I don't think so many of the worst opponents to come to Celtic Park I think they're a big physical team and that's just the type of game we're going to get on Sunday as well but we showed in January that we've got more than enough to handle them uh, although that was obviously Celtic Park but I, I think that we will put that uh, game in September tonight and hopefully win by a good few goals but Tony what are you expecting from it as Danny said it's, it's a, the, the only venue in Scotland that Ange hasn't won it yet Aye well you would have thought that would have been the, the one place he hasn't won but to be fair the last time they, they'd done a number on us totally when, when they beat us 2-0 um, since then we've beat them 5-1 and 4-0 so <clears throat> I think it's a case if we turn up and play to our best we win the game it's, it's pretty simple Um the boys have got a good break. It's not until Sunday, I don't think. So they've got six days off to obviously enjoy the the massive triumph yesterday and then just get right back to it. Um, for me, I wouldn't be making any changes. Um, there's not many. I don't think there's any midweek games apart from, I guess, Hearts next week. But after that, there shouldn't be many. So um, I can't see him resting anybody. I think he should just go full pelt. He made a few changes the last time at St Mirren and it didn't really work out for us. So... I'd probably start the team that um, started the cup final. And uh, if we can get a good lead, then it's, that's when you've got an opportunity to kind of give Haxabanovich a bad or oh, et cetera, et cetera, um, a chance to come on and and get game time and hopefully contribute. Because that's the thing, your subs are always evolved. I mean, Haxabanovich could have had a double, O'Reilly could have scored, um, and they were only on the pitch for maybe 25, 30 minutes. So... Um, I, I, I just it's hard to see anybody troubling you. I know you can have an off day, but they just don't literally they want to have an off day. So we're getting closer to hopefully becoming the, the champions again. I can't really see Rangers no beating Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock are absolutely horrendous. Um, but you'd like to think they go there and just stink the place out and and try and get an 0-0 and then the pressure would really really be on them. So. That's the whole but I think it'll be a case of the gap will be cut to six and we'll need to we'll need to do the job on Sunday and I've got every faith in this team that that they can get the job done. I think as much as Anne's probably won't won't ever say it, there probably is a wee bit of want to put the record straight. I'm sure he would love to have have that kind of accomplishment where he's he's won it every ground in Scotland within a kind of short period of time. I'll just take your prediction in now as well, Tony, before we wrap up. Uh, 3-0 Celtic, I'll go for a Kyogo hat why not? I would definitely take that. Danny, what about you? I'll take your prediction. Is there any changes you'd make to the starting lineup? Um, Just to be different, I, I don't think you'll make too many changes. I think O'Reilly might come in for Moy, because Moy struggled there the last time, but that was before he got a run in the team and we could see what he was all about. But I think he might just freshen up the midfield a wee bit. Um, and... I think O might start, but I was actually going to say I think it'll be free nothing with a Kyogo hat trick. Um, but to be different, I'll say three one Celtic and O get two, and Haksabanovic will get the other one. Certainly take that as well. You mentioned Haksabanovic. I think he might be one that comes in on Sunday. I know he's impressed when he's come off the bench in the last two games against Aberdeen and then Rangers yesterday. I think that he. I think he might come in for, I don't know who, but I don't think it really matters. We've just got a lot of quality out wide, so 
think whoever he comes in for, you're going to have to utilise from the bench as well. But uh, I don't, I don't think there'll be too many changes. I would be surprised if there's any massive change. I, as you say, Moy for O'Reilly might be one as well. Uh, but whatever team we put out, I think Ange won't make too many changes because I think it's, it's, the focus is like the league's your bread and butter, and uh, we we just keep going until we get the league secured. We chalk every game off now. We're getting. I wouldn't say it's insight yet, but it's getting there. We're not too far away from uh, being able to work out how many games it's going to take. But I, have, I think we will put the record straight as well. I think Celtic will win the game 4-0. And I think that Kyo will get on the score sheet again, along with Haksabanovic. And I'll go for Kyo will hat-trick and Haksabanovic as well. Um, I, I just can't see anything else. Kyo will, as one of you says, I think he's very... I Almost certain that injury uh, permitting he'll hit 30, and if no, he'll probably he'll probably get closer to 40 as well. But uh, aye, that'll be us for this week. We will come back next week and discuss that. Just spoken about the Mirren game. Hopefully, discussing an our Celtic win and anything else that's been happening in Celtic. Uh, we'll have a video out in uh, YouTube later this week. We Sean and Kieran, they'll have something out later this week, so keep an eye out for that. Just search for uh, Full Tims on YouTube and you'll find that. They've been getting some good content out recently, and so uh, definitely something to keep you occupied as the week goes on. Uh, but if you've made it this far, thank you very much for listening, and we hope you enjoyed as much as you enjoyed Celtics League Cup win yesterday. Cheers. Hail, hail. <laughs>